And welcome to Technology Tap. I'm Professor J-Rod. In this episode, a viewer requests public and private IP addresses. Let's get to it. technology tap so today we're going to talk about public and private ips but before that again i'm just letting everyone know about technology tap premium a new service five dollars a month where we can collaborate together and make this community grow and make this community be very very successful and make sure you guys who are struggling with uh, passing course or passing A plus, Network plus, Security plus, um, have the ability to pass it, right? And you know we could do discussion questions. We can you know try to see what it is it that's that's holding you back. Why are you scared? Confidence boosters, resumes, interview techniques, all that stuff. Um, one of the things that I want to say before I continue, somebody emailed me this week asking me if I would do private one-on-one tutoring. I don't really do that. Um, I did, it's a couple of reasons. One of the main reasons why, because if you fail, you're going to blame me for it. And I don't want to lose a fan. It's not worth it, the money uh, that that you know, you're know you going to pay for this. So uh, please don't email me for one-on-one sessions. I do not. I do not do that. It's it, it it gets very very messy, especially if you don't pass. It gets extremely messy. So I pre while I appreciate this person emailing me and asking me, um, I cannot you know I cannot do one on one. It's just it's just not possible. Uh but I can do technology tap premium five dollars a month, right? We can go together, and if you have any issues, we can go over questions. I can send you. You know, exam questions, a lot of stuff to help you, but I can't do one-on-one. I just can't. All right. This is a viewer request, and you know who you are out there. Uh, Somebody, again, emailed me and wanted me to do a session on public and private IP addresses. So let's do that. Public and private IP addresses are used to identify devices on a network but they serve different purpose. A public IP address is assigned to a device by the internet service provider and is unique across the entire internet. It allows us devices to communicate with other devices and services on the internet. When you access a website or send an email, 
your device uses its public IP address to establish a connection with the remote server. There are five different, what they call classes of public IPs, and we're gonna go through each one. Class A IP address are a range of IP address that fall within the first octave of the IP address range. The first octave represents the network portion of the IP address, while the remaining three octaves are used for host identification. So your first question is gonna be, what's an octave? Well, if you look at an IP address, I'm gonna throw one out there, 192.168.1.100, that 192, that's the first octave. And it's called octave, if you know it, uh, Italian or Spanish, it looks like the word ocho, which means eight. That means there's eight bits in that octave. You have four octaves in an IP address. So an IP address is 32 bits because it's four octaves times eight bits gives you 32 bits. In a class A IP address, the first bit of the first octave is always set to zero, indicating that it belongs to a class A. The remaining bits of the first octave along with the entire second, third, and fourth octaves are used to represent the host portion of the IP address. This range can be from 0 .0 .0 .0 0.0.0.0 to 127.255.255.255. Includes a total of 128 networks with each network having the potential to accommodate billions of host address. The first network, 0 .0 0.0.0.0, is reserved and cannot be assigned to devices while the last network, 127.0.0.0, you should all know, is reserved for loopback testing purposes. Our class A IP address are typically assigned to large organizations, government entities, or internet service providers due to their vast range of available addresses. However, with the adoption of CIDR, classes interdomain routing, IP address allocation has become more flexible and the strict classification based on classes is not as prominent as it used to be. Next, we have class B. Class B IP address has a range of IP address that falls within the second octave of the IP address. The first two bit of, of the first octave in a class B IP address, always set to one dash zero, indicates that it belongs to class B. The remaining 14 bits of the first two octaves, along with the entire third and fourth octaves are used to represent the host portion of the IP address. The class B IP address range provides a total of 16,384 networks with each network having the potential to accommodate thousands of host address. The first network 128.0.0.0 .0 .0 .0, and the last network is 191.255.0.0 are reserved and cannot be assigned. Class B IP address are commonly assigned to middle-sized organizations or institutions that require a substantial number of host address, 
but don't require the vast address space provided by Class A. Class B addresses offer a balance between address availability and efficient address utilization. So the first two octaves stay the same. The last two are the ones that change. So you could have an ad, if you own 128.10, you own 128.10.01, 128.10.02, right? The first two octaves stay the same. The rest are the ones that change. So, so for each octave that you owned, you can have 65,536. Actually, for the class A, I forgot to mention, for class A, it, for each uh, octave that you own is 16.7 million IP address. So at Hewlett Packard owns 15 and 16. They have 33 million IP addresses available. Over 33. Again, it's worth no uh, class B. Uh, it's worth noting that with the widespread adoption of CIDR, right? Same thing. IP address allocation has become more flexible. Class C IP address has a range of IP address that falls within the third octave of the IP range. In a class C address, the first three bits of the first objects are always set to 110, indicate that it belongs to a class C. The remaining 21 bits of the first three optics, along with the entire fourth octet, are used to represent the whole portion of the IP address. The class C IP address range provides a total of 2,097,152 networks with each network having to the potential to accommodate up to 254 host addresses. This means, ladies and gentlemen, that in your house, because you use class C inside your internal network, you can connect up to 254 devices in your house. Uh, good luck with that. Good luck with that. The first network, 192.0.0.0, and the last network, 223. 2525.0 are reserves and cannot be assigned to devices. Class C IP addresses are commonly assigned to small organizations or network that require a limited number of hosts. They offer the smallest network sites among the three main classes, A, B, and C, but provide more effective utilization of IP address compared to A and B. And again, with the introduction of CIDR, IP address allocations has become more flexible. Class D IP address, our range of IP address reserves for a multi-casting addressing. Multi-class address are used to send data packets to a group of device rather than a single destination. Class D addresses are identified by the first four bits of the first octave, which are always set to 1110. The class D IP address range is reserved for multicast group communication and cannot be assigned to individual devices or used for unicast, which is one-to-one -one communications. Multi-class addresses allow efficient distribution of data to a specific group of the devices, such as streaming media or video conferencing applications. 
device interested in receiving multicast traffic can join specific multicast groups by subscribing to the associated multicast IP address. This allows them to receive data packets sent to the multicast group. Class D addresses are used for multicasting purposes and are not utilized for general network addressing or host identification. Last, we have Class E IP address, our range of IP address reserved for experimental or future use. The Class E address range is identified by the first four bits of the first octave, which are always set to 1111. The Class E IP address range is reserved for future purpose and is currently and is not currently allocated or used in standard IP networking. It was designed for it was designated for experimental or research purpose, allowing for potential future developments in network technologies. It is important to note that class E addresses are not meant for general use and are not assigned to devices or network in practice. Therefore, if you encounter an IP address within the class E range, it is likely being used for a specific experimental experimental or research purpose and not for regular network operations. And that takes care of public IPs. On the other hand, a private IP is used within a local network to identify devices. It is not directly accessible from the internet. That means if you have a device that's using a private IP, you cannot access it from the internet. Right? The internet won't see it. Private IPs are commonly used in homes, office, and other local networks to facilitate communications among devices within the network. Private IP addresses are not uniquely global and are instead assigned from reserve address range defined by the IETF, the Internet Engineering Task Force. The most commonly used IP private IP address range are 10.0.0.0 to 10.255.255.255. That's a class A private. Next is 172.16.0.0 to 172.31.255.255. That's class B private. And finally, 192.168.0.0 to 192.168.255.255. That's class C private. Private class A IP Addresses are a range of IP addresses reserved for use within private networks. These addresses are not routed on the public internet and are intended for internal communications. Within this range, the entire 10 address space is designated for private use. Organizations and network administrators can assign IP address from this range to devices within their private networks without conflicting with public IP address. Private class A IP address provide a large address space, allowing for a significant number of devices to be connected within a single private network. This range is commonly used in large enterprises, universities, or other organizations with an expansive internal networks. It is important to note that while private class A IP address are reserved for private use, they still need to be unique with the local network. 
network address translation is typically used to translate private IP address to that one single public IP address when devices communicate with the internet. Private B IP address are a range of IP address reserved for use within private networks. These addresses, again, are not routed on the public internet and are not intended for are intended solely for internal network communications. Within this range, the address from 172.16.0.0 to 172.31.255.255 are designated for private use. This provides a significant number of IP address for medium-sized private networks. Private class B IP address are commonly used in organizations, institutions, or business that require a moderate number of devices within their network they offer a balance between address availability and efficient utilization of IP addresses. As, were, as with other private IP address range, private class B address should be unique within the local network to ensure proper communication. You can't have two with the same IP address. And again, NAT is often employed to translate private IP to single public IP address when the device access the internet. Private C IP address are a range of IP address reserved for use within private networks. These addresses are not routed on the public internet and are not and are intended for internal network communications. Within this range, the address from 192.168.0.0 to 192.168.255.255 are designated for private use. This provides a large number of IP address for small to medium sized private networks. Private class C IP address are commonly used in home networks, small businesses, or local area net networks, LANs, where, li where limited number of devices are connected. They offer efficient utilizations of IP and are easy to manage within a smaller network environment. This is what you have at home, class C. Uh, just like any other IP address range, private class C must be unique. You can only have one address, right? If you're using 192.168.101, only one device can use that. Uh, again, you're going to need NAT to employ to translate the private IP address to the public IP when the devices access the internet. NAT network address table, uh, translation, sorry, network address translation is a technique used in computer networking to map an IP address from one network to another. It is primarily used to allow devices within a private network to, to communicate with devices on the public internet. The main purpose of NAT is to preserve IP because we ran out of IPs a long time ago. In many cases, private networks have a limited number of public IP address available for use, but they are there may be multiple devices within that private network that need to access the internet. NAT allows these devices to share a single public IP address. Here, are, here is how it works. Private IP addresses. Devices within a private network are assigned a private IP address from the reserve address range since we just went over. These IP addresses are not directly routable on the public internet. Again, you cannot go 
to the internet with those IPs. You need not to translate that private IP to the public IP that's been assigned to you by the ISP. A NAT router, your router at home, serves as the gateway between the private network and the public internet. It has both a private IP address within the private network and a public IP address assigned by the ISP. Usually the private IP address for your router is 192.168.11. Sometimes it is 192.168.1.0. If you wanna get into your router, open up a browser and type one of those two IP addresses in, 192.168.1.1 or 192.168.1.0, and you'll, you'll see your router configuration comes up. Translation table, the NAT router maintains a translation table that keeps track of the mapping between the private IP address and the router's public IP address. When a device from the private network initiates communications within the device on the network, the NAT router records the private IP address and the port number and replaces it with the source IP address with its own public IP address. Outgoing traffic, when a device with a private IP address sends a packet to the destination on the internet, the NAT router modifies the pack source address, replacing the private IP with its own public IP. This allows the packet to be routed across the public internet. Incoming traffic, when a response packet is received from the internet, the NAT router refers to its translation tables to determine the private IP address and the port number to which the packet should be forwarded. It replaces the destination IP address with the appropriate private IP address and delivers the packet to the corresponding device within the private network. NAT enables multiple devices within a private network to share a single public IP address thus extending the usability of a limited public IP address. Again, we ran out of a long time ago. It provides an added layer of security by hiding the private IP address from the external network, helping to protect the devices within the private network from direct exposure to the internet. But what's another thing that it does? Another thing that it does is if they trying to track you, right? I mean, if you, if it's, in your home, if you're doing it from your house, that's one thing. But what if you're doing it from a coffee shop, right? How are they going to track that it's you? Well, that's a different story. NAT is used to map private IP address to public IP address when the devices communicate with the internet. This allows multiple devices within a local network to share a single public IP address. To summarize, public IP addresses are globally unique and used for communication over the internet, while private IPs are used within local networks to identify devices and are not directly accessible from the internet. So I hope that that listener who requested that I do public and private found this helpful. And if you, anybody wants me to go over a specific topic, you can email me, professorjrod at gmail.com. I also have an Instagram account now, uh, at professorjrod. If you want to uh, follow me, 
there if you want. Uh, be more than happy to, you know, communicate with you through there. But the best way to communicate is through uh, Professor J Rod at gmail.com. Uh, if you, now that, you know, summer's coming and the school's about to end, schools are about to close. I know a lot of universities are already done, but the high schools are still open. If any high school teacher out there wants me to do a Zoom session to talk to your students about, CompTIA or A+, Network+, Security+, Cloud+, more than happy to do it. Just email me at uh, professorjrod at gmail.com. All right, that's going to do it for today. Thank you so much. I appreciate you all. Until next time. If you want to email me, my email address is professorjrod at gmail.com. I'm on Instagram at Professor J Rod. This has been a production of Little Chacha Productions. Art by Sarah, music by Joe Kim. Until next time.